Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sad thing is, I don't think Justin's here this week. I think he's on vacation. Otherwise, I just pull him in here and ask him. God, you know, I so it's all registering me to me now. Justin was on that show. I think so. Yeah, they they confirmed it in yeah, the chat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I Justin was on that wow. show. Yeah, Justin Case was original. He been, he been, you know, you know, between Justin, Pat Martin, some of the crew that we, you know, Doug, some of the guys we have in this building, they've been in the they've been in the game a long time. Yeah, legends, man. Legends. Justin, one of the nicest human beings he on is the planet. Super nice. Yeah, very nice. Just one of the nicest My guys guy. in the world. Um, it was something I was going to say before we got into the 49ers. Um, did oh, you see? No, not the Mr. Skins Jiffy Lube minute. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Lazy. Is that Kyle right there? Let's see. Lazy. He can pitch it. Lazy. He can pitch it. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Um, I was just going to give a shout out to. Um, Caitlin Clark, did you watch that game last night? Did you end up watching it? I didn't. I wow saw it. I didn't watch it. Great yeah. game. Virginia 44. Tech was hanging in there. The the little guard they have, Georgia. I forgot her last name, but she was there last year. She she was cooking too. But Caitlin, I think I didn't even see the the boxer. I think she ended up with forty forty four. I think it was forty four. Yeah. Woo! And I was watching that game right, and I wanted to say a couple times like, Caitlin, be taking some bad shots, like. She'll pull up from like thirty, just after taking walk up, like mm-hmm. not even like jog, like Jason Williams, like mm-hmm. walk up, pull up from like a bad shot, and then she just and like she'll miss it, but then she'll just score again yep. the next time. <laughs> like she's ridiculous. She is ridiculous. Um, yeah, she's a she is a nasty nasty scorer. Mm. Um, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. You say we have TC TC. What's going on, bro? What's up with my two brothers? What up, McDog? Oh, man, just vibing, vibing. Hey, uh, the Kings going to win by eight tonight. I'm going to switch it up. I've been saying seven, so I'm going to go with eight. Mm. I'm going to go with eight. And mm. I kind of, hey, D-Lo, hey, I like that court, D-Lo. The end uh, the games, our court is nice. I like that. You don't like it? No, it's it's cool. It's just the the pictures to me, and I'm sure it'll look different in person. I just the 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 way that blue is with that gold. When I first saw it, I thought it was the Warriors. Court. I didn't I didn't see that, and you're not alone. A couple other people said that too. I didn't see that. I didn't, I never that never registered with me. Well, I mean, it's it's you know you know the Warriors have that blue and gold, and ninety five seven has that blue and gold stuff. So it like I, mm. it just like when I when I when I was scrolling through the timeline and saw it. I do like it. It's it's dope. And I I'm I I'm I'm the opposite of Matt George. I love the blue mm. for, for yeah, yeah, I do Matt love George. the purple by the way. Oh, I, yes. I, I I absolutely love purple. And the only reason I go along with them not having com- the purple is because I love the commercial so much <laughs> about the beam yeah. and the purple shortage. Uh but no I like the court. It it just it when I first saw it I thought that was the Warriors court. Yeah. That's all. Warriors, like I said yesterday, the poor Warriors. Their court is not cool. I still don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, I still don't think I've seen it. They play tonight, right? They, no, they have... they're off tonight. They play tomorrow. 
So they're uh, so they don't have an in season tournament game then this mm-hmm. week. The only other team Tuesday um, in the Kings group playing tonight is Timberwolves versus Spurs. It's a good game. Mm. Are both in or just the Spurs? Are the Timberwolves in, the in our group? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think, oh I think yeah, that's right. They're all of course they are. They're all playing each other. Oklahoma City and they Sacramento, play. Uh, I think on Tuesday, Golden State plays the Timberwolves. Okay. And Friday, I think they play the Thunder. For like the jersey and court combination, I think the Kings got the best though, because some of these jerseys don't like go mm. with the like the the Suns court or stuff like that, where it's just too much going on all at once. And am I bugging? So so it's not. So I thought the court that we saw last night, the Pacers court, I thought that was their in season tournament court. It no. it obviously wasn't. Yeah, that's their that's their city edition. Okay. Court. Yeah, I figured that. They said that's the first time they've ever changed their court. Oh, okay. That's what they were saying. Look nice. Look really good. Yeah, it looked good. It it was a lot more color than we're used to seeing for them. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it definitely looked good. Yeah. It definitely looked good. Boy, that 49ers conversation just keeps getting <laughs> getting pushed back all week. Man. <laughs> we'll be hitting Jack's 49ers on Monday after the game. Yeah. No preview. <laughs> Overreactions week seven. What if Trent Williams plays this Um, but you you said before the break this is a big game. Yeah, it's not a must win. I don't want to go there. I think I think a lot of people have been saying that. Um, I don't I don't look at that there. I, you know, I'm not. If you guys haven't noticed anything about, I'm not really big on the must wins unless your season's on the line. Well, that's the only time it really is a must yeah. win, and we must get to this Leezy phone call because I'm sure he'll be happy. H A L nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Leezy? D-Lo and KC ain't nothing but a gangster party. What's up, guys? <laughs> Bro. Oh, my God. What? Lee. Hey. Lee. No, you good. You good. You, you good. good. You all right, Lee. Oh, okay. uh, well, I just want to call in and talk about the game tonight. Hey, man, I think the big key tonight is rebounding. Sabonis got to be in the paint banging, guys. He's got to be getting boards left and right. Um. Everyone's worried about Herter as well. Hey, you know, Herter, he's not playing good right now, but hey, man, he's, he kind of ain't been playing good since the playoffs. When If you really think about it, I'm hoping tonight he shoots with his hips and if it goes down for him. I hope he gets it going. And uh, I just wanted to end my call with a request because I know you guys do music uh, hey, What is this, 1025? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to do a request. I wish I was a little bit taller for my friend Stephen Brown. Uh, <laughs> other than that, thanks, guys. He can't keep getting away with this. Yeah. He can't. Leezy came with some Leezy. heat today. Leezy, uh, I hate to tell you, Leezy, personal foul on the play. Yeah. Uh, he completed the pass, but yeah, it's he, coming it's, back. It's coming back, yeah. There was a hold on the yeah, play. Yeah, there was, there was a flag thrown, and everyone in the chatty house <laughs> caught it, so you're on. That one's coming back. Sorry, sorry Leezy. Sorry, Leezy. I <laughs> threw a shot at Stephen Brown. <laughs> I can't wait for Stephen Brown to show up at a live event, and he really is six five, you know, two seventy. Oh man, please, there's, man. Stephen there's, Brown. There's man. Lazy standing next to him. <laughs> Stephen Brown, five four, one forty four, out of University of Utah. <laughs> also, Stephen Brown's now a five four white dude rather than a six five two fifty. Black dude. <laughs> um, all right, back to the 49ers. You can get in on the phone lines uh, as well. Get your jokes off. It's Friday. Why not? 916-909-1320. Um, 
So you're not you're not big into must wins. No, okay. it's it's not but, a must win, but it's an important game. Like you want to win this game. Like you want to win every game, but like you don't want to go to five and four. They still Super Bowl contenders if they go to five and four have lost Man, four straight. Like are we still putting tough. them in that group? I mean, I, I don't think that's why I, I think, don't that, think you can at that moment. That's where I think the must win comes into play because I think if they, if you're losing four in a row during the season, like you just might not be what we expected. The so the the reason I'll go, I won't put them there yet. I think like if they lost, you for. Until they show again, like you can't be put in that into that group. But they have opportunities to like get back into that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not like um like the Cowboys are done. Like I don't think there's anything the Cowboys can do this year that can make people think they're a legit Super Bowl contender outside of just winning in the playoffs. The Niners, they could go into Philly and win. They can win against Baltimore on Christmas Day. Like they can they have other opportunities, but if they lose this game, that talk's got to be dead until they actually show it. Five and four is tough, mm. especially when you start at five and zero. Oh. I guess that's you that'd said be this, pretty frustrating. You said this kind of you know not tongue in cheek. You meant it, but we all uh, we kind of got it. Six and two and five and three mm. feels like there's a difference. There is very literally a world of difference between six and three and five and four. Yeah. Now you become a team fighting for a playoff spot versus mm. a team potentially fighting uh, for a number one spot. Yeah, yeah um, the number one thing the, is out the window. I don't think that's true. If they go five and four. Oh, if they go five. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. And now you it's got all to, life support right now. Now you, now you start – facts because Philly just keeps kind of like winning. Mm-hmm. Like just, uh, whatever, we'll, we'll win. Yeah. Now, they're the least impressive one-loss team. <laughs> They're the Steelers we, from like two yeah, years ago. Yeah, but the difference is that Steelers team was like, what are they doing here? Right. This Eagles team was they, like, the, that's the Eagles a team. Got, you, they got something. Yeah, there's a, they, you know they're good. Yeah. I just don't feel like we've seen how good they are or – I don't know what it – the Eagles, they're just a weird team for me. I think they're figuring it out. They're, they're going like new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Like you still got to work those th- – I think that's sure. the thing. They're figuring it out. Well, once they're figuring it, out with and dubs. And once again – yeah, figuring out with dubs. And once again, they just – second straight year, hey, well, I need that training staff. They ain't suffering no injuries. Mm. That's true. Yeah, everybody and, – and I'm not even saying that. It's like, hey, that's a, that's a testament to whatever they're doing in that training room, keeping yeah. those guys ready. Yeah. Follow my Brown system. Practice every day, baby. Every day. Uh, every day. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk more 49ers. We'll talk Kings basketball as well. The Kings and the Thunder tonight at the Golden One Center. Uh, and we'll talk to James Ham at or near the top of the hour. Here we're dealing with KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're back here. Kyle Matson, kind enough uh, to come back into the studio uh, and join us. We should really talk 49ers this time uh, since Kyle's here. Talked a little bit uh, about the absence of Trent Williams, the potential return of Trent Williams. 
Can you pinpoint this? And 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 Jesse just kind of asked this. Can you pinpoint one thing to really put this three game losing streak on? Is it one thing? Is it a combination of a bunch of things? Is it bad luck? Like, what is this three game losing streak? Um, it's definitely a combination of things. Um, I actually just literally just just now in that room wrote about this at Niners Wire. Five things they can do to to figure their lives out here. Uh, the first one's tackling. Like you just have to tackle better. You can't miss twenty two tackles in in two games. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's giving up explosive plays. That's putting teams in second and third and short. And you're just not going to thrive that way. Mm-hmm. And that's how they've that's how their defense has been. Get teams in second and third and long. Pin let the let the pass rush pin their ears back and go. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to stop giving the ball away. Uh, I've heard that giving the ball away in football is bad. A little bit. So and and that seems to be bearing itself out. But especially in the red zone in particular, they're 50% in the red zone the last two weeks. Yeah, look at what happened when the Raiders, when they stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's wild what happens. Mm-hmm. So when they get in the red zone, they have to score touchdowns and not miss field goals. But they've also had two red zone turnovers the last two weeks. Yeah. Where Christian McCaffrey fumbles in the red zone against Minnesota, yeah. flips that game around. Uh, the, the Brock Purdy red zone interception where he just threw it to Jermaine Pratt and Pratt knocked it up in the air and, and caught it on the broken play. That's a heat. That's a game swinging play, mm-hmm. and so if they turn those, if you remove those two turnovers, turn them into touchdowns instead, the complexion of both of those games changes entirely. Yeah. Uh, on top of the tackling, and then uh, to me, if they're sacking the quarterback, I don't even think their pass rush needs to get better. But if they're getting sacks, if they're getting home, because you look at the pressure numbers, they're there, and then you watch the games, it's like, man, it's not like they're getting stonewalled. Like they're getting the ball's just coming out quickly, mm-hmm. and so if they're playing more sound coverage. If they're getting teams in second and third and long, that uh, that to me will beget sacks. They're too talented to not get the quarterback on the ground. And so if they're getting the quarterback on the ground, that means the other things are going right. So this is the frustrating thing that I come across with Steve Wilkes. I'm not a defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes knows so much more football than I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just on the couch and all this other stuff. But if – if the, the, the defensive line is getting the pressure and the game plan against pretty much for every team when they play the 49ers, at least when you pass, is don't mess around with it, drop back, get it to the open mm-hmm. guy. Why are the 49ers cornerbacks playing t- 12 yards off the line? I know. And that's I, the frustrating thing to me. It's like – if if the the game plan is to get the ball out quick, mm-hmm. and you're like getting enough pressure to make them do that, have them come up at least. It ain't got to be press yeah. coverage, but a little closer. So that's where the tackling thing comes in for me, because I think it looks worse because they're giving up more explosive plays than they have in the past, because they're not getting ball carriers on the ground. Mm. They play that coverage because they don't want to give up chunk plays they want you to have a 12 13 14 15 play drive and be perfect for that many plays Mm -hmm. drive in and drive out but that it looks worse when you're not tackling and you're getting into second and two or third and one or you're giving up an explosive where maybe it was second and eight but a quick little dump off pass turned into a 30 yard game Mm -hmm. And now they're reeling, and now they're on their heels. It, so I, I I think that there's a little bit of something to that, but I also don't think that the solution is as easy as just we'll just play closer to the receivers. Like 
covering better, sure, but mm-hmm. they play that style of defense to avoid giving up explosives, and I think that's going to continue to kind of be their goal. But I'm with you. They have to do something it, different coverage-wise because it, it's not totally working. And you know where that works because this is the whole thing where it's all tied together. That strategy and that mindset works when – Number one, you have an offense that's kind of quick strike. They can score. Mm-hmm. They can go 80 yards in, in, in five plays. I'm talking about the 49ers offense. Mm-hmm. They can go 80 yards in five plays and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That is fine. They were scoring almost every time. That's what they did against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Just scored every time they had the ball. So you can challenge a defense to go 12, 13 mm-hmm. plays because all you need, uh, your off, all your offense needs is like seven possessions mm-hmm. to put up 30. Well, without McCaffrey – or excuse me, not without McCaffrey, without uh, Trent Williams and McCaffrey being able to run the ball effective without um, Trent Williams, mm-hmm. without Debo, you might need 10 possessions to get there now instead of yeah. seven. And if you are just giving up third down plays every time, that's taking one possession away from yeah. you. And it's just this whole convoluted trickle-down effect to this is affecting this and this right. is affecting this. And I, 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 I think that's been a little bit of an issue as well yeah it feels like a lot of different things are unraveling at once like we always hear complimentary football about the 49ers right like their their offense isn't going to be high powered chief style explosive but you know what their offense is going to be really good and they're going to get short fields and they're going to get a ton of possessions because their defense is getting three and outs and they're just constantly on the field and they're just relentless right Mm. and then they're playing from ahead because of how good their defense is Mm. that just opens up the whole playbook and just makes everything easier well when the offense is struggling to to run the ball. It puts the defense on the field more than they'd like, and then the defense is struggling to tackle, and now the offense is having to throw it, and they're in, co- in positions that they don't want to be in. It just kind of all falls apart really quickly, and there's a huge domino effect. So the complimentary, complimentary football thing is great, but it also can unravel really quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's also something to be said for, you know, the, the wins and losses are the only thing that matters. Like, we we all understand that, but... Cleveland was a one-possession game. It was missed field goal right. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota was a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. The the Bengals game kind of went the way the the, the way that it went. Mm-hmm. It's not like all of a sudden this team can't play football anymore. They mm-hmm. played a, a a really good Cleveland team. The Minnesota game sucks. The Cincinnati they they caught Cincinnati they caught Cincinnati and Minnesota at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it 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 again it boils down to wins. Wins and losses, and this mm-hmm. team has has three straight losses. We were discussing this a minute ago. This season feels like it dramatically changes if the 49ers lose this weekend, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm with Kenny. It's not like a literal must win is like your season's over if you lose, but it feels to me like where they, you thought you were going isn't there anymore. Like the number one seed, all of that stuff, it feels completely unattainable if you lose this week. Yeah, yeah. If they win this week, they are still like, okay, they need a little help, but they can still be the one seed. They can get on a roll, and you feel okay about it. If they lose, it's like, can they make the playoffs? Yeah, are right. You sure, because they're losing to Jacksonville, and let's just—I mean, every, it's all relative, right? If they lose on a last-second field goal and a bad call, and like it's—it's it's maybe a little different. But if they go get beat thirty to twenty, and it looks a lot like the Cincinnati game, now you're looking and you're going, can they beat Seattle? Yeah. Can they beat Philly? Yeah. Can they beat the Ravens? now all of a sudden all these games that you're like yeah they're competitive they can win that game is all of a sudden not feeling as great but flip that if they go handle their business 
and they go beat Jacksonville, and they beat Jacksonville is good, but the 49ers are supposed to be better. The 49ers were supposed to be in the elite, elite tier this year of there are one or two teams in the league that can hang with them. Yeah. Jacksonville wasn't. They were supposed to be a tier, a tier or two below. So if the Niners go handle them and beat them 30 to 20, and it's just it's never close, now all of a sudden you're going, okay, there's the Niners again. Mm-hmm. Seattle can't hang with them. Mm-hmm. They can bang with Philly in 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 Philly. Mm-hmm. They can they can hang with Baltimore in that Christmas day. Now now all of a sudden you feel good again. So yeah, I think the entire complexion of this season, it's either <laughs> win and you're okay, you're back in the one seed it, hunt, or lose and it's like, oh my god, they might miss the playoffs. It still feels like you're an upper echelon team at six and three. Mm-hmm. You know, given Baltimore, yes. like Baltimore, is, is, I mean, it's only the Eagles at one loss, right? Everyone yeah. else is at two, two or three. Or three. Mm-hmm. So it still feels like oh, you're you're you're, you're still right. exactly what everyone said you were. Mm-hmm. You got the three losses maybe a little bit quicker than than, than people thought, but you're 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 still right there. Uh, five and four does obviously not feel like that. Right. No, yeah. and, and five and four yeah. by way of losing four in a row. Yeah. yeah, not you were two and four. You've won three in a row. Now yeah. it's like okay, you're rolling. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of the Kings being two and four. Like last year's two and four felt way different than this year's two right. and four. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, then expectations are a part of that too, both no for doubt. the Kings no and doubt. for the 49ers. No doubt. You um talked about it a little bit. How you feel about Brock Purdy? Because I bring that up because. We can look at the game and say, "Man, he's turned the ball over five. What is it five turnovers in the last five quarters, or something like that?" Something, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, it's something bad. But I'm watching, I'm watching the game, and I feel like he's playing fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's made. And you hear, you listen to the game last week. Tony Romo, like three different times. Yo, that's a super high level throw. Mm-hmm. Like that is that's high level quarterbacking. And he does that throughout the game. I don't know exactly, but if he throws um, 28 passes, mm-hmm. 26 of them are like, he's on point. Mm-hmm. And then he makes two that just don't work out. That last interception, I thought that was the worst interception I've ever seen him throw. Uh, just the guy sitting in the middle of the field. That was really but bad. The, that was a Jimmy pick. Yeah. But the other one was, damn, that was a hell of a play by the defense. You know, the guy gets a hand up, bats it up in the air mm-hmm. and, and is able to make a play on that. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's weird to say with all those turnovers, but I feel like he's he's playing good football. Yeah, and their offense overall, it's not like this is – so here's the whole thing. I, 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 I scrapped the, the Cleveland game. They just got, they just got beat. Mm-hmm. But they went 6.1 yards per play against Minnesota. That's a very good number. They went 8.2 against, against Cincinnati. Also a very good number. And that was aided by the last drive. They had the two huge plays at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. That just So even call it seven or seven and a half. It's a massive number for, for yards per play. Like they're being super efficient. They're just not scoring. Mm-hmm. So with Brock specifically, there's, there's a couple things. One, I think the conversation got way out of hand about where he kind of ranks in the NFL hierarchy. Mm-hmm. When we strip out rankings and trying to figure all that out, he is a second-year quarterback in his first year as a starter. Mm-hmm. He may never be the put-the-game-on-his-right-arm guy. We don't know. But it's clear he's not there yet mm-hmm. because the mistakes have come when it's like run game's not working, need a big play, Brock, go do it. He just hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's that, that's not great. It's it, That's fair, but he did get him in position against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I said I'm wiping out the Cleveland game. Oh, you did say that. Yeah, yeah, I Cleveland, just ignored Cle- you. Yeah, Cleveland is out of here. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean, wiped that typical. out of my memory. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and and no. <laughs> real quick to that point too, um, the the interview I heard with Kurt Warner yesterday, 
he was talking to that mm-hmm. point specifically, and he's saying, and I'm not saying that he's that Brock Purdy is going to be these guys, but you talk about not being able to put it on his right arm and win you a game. Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger weren't that in their first 20 games either. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot, of, a lot of these guys that come in aren't C.J. Stroud. You know what I mean? The sure. greats. You know, most yeah. of them have to find a way to mm-hmm. you know see everything and then mm-hmm. you know get a feel for it. And I don't know what Brock's ultimate destiny is, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's not, hey, just you know let him throw 40 times and he'll bring you home. He's not that right now. That's not an indictment on who he can be in this league. He would be he would be an anomaly if he was just that already. Like Patrick Mahomes is an alien. You don't come into the league in your first year as a starter and throw for five thousand yards and fifty mm-hmm. touchdowns. Like that mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You go to five straight NFC title games or AFC title games or whatever. Right. It is. I mean, it, Patrick Mahomes is insane. But it, it it's not like Brock is fine. Like you asked what I think about Brock. Brock is fine. He's a good quarterback. He's not elite or anything like that. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, for sure. The offensive ceiling is higher with him than it was with Jimmy Garoppolo. The question for me is, is the ceiling high enough that by, let's say they make the playoffs, by playoff time, if the run game's not working, can he go and spin it without giving the ball away? Mm. And right now the answer is no. But that may not be the answer in six weeks or next season. So Mm -hmm. uh, he's fine right now for a first-time starting quarterback, and he's not the biggest problem with their team or their offense right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But he has to stop giving the football away. Like that's that's just – if he continues doing that, they've got no shot. We haven't talked a ton about this, partly because of the bye week and the Kings season rolling, but you, Kyle, you're not particularly like high on the Chase Young acquisition, are you? Uh, no, it's fine. Like it's fine. It's I, yes. They're Chase Young is better than Cleveland Furl and Drake Jackson, no question. And they've gotten. I looked this up the other day. Nick Bosa has forty four pressures according to Pro Football Focus. Every other player who's played defensive end for the 49ers this year has forty one mm. combined. So they've not gotten much production there. So that's going to help. But my my whole thing with that acquisition was. I was not going to treat it like, and I'm not going to treat it like, oh, this solves every problem the 49ers have. Talent's not a problem. Sure. They are loaded. Sure. I didn't watch their defense the last two weeks and go, God, if they just had another One more rusher, guy. It, it, it helps. Does LeBron it, need a third star? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can Chase Young be Austin Reeves, TBD? Right. <laughs> no. So so it's like it's it's good. It is an, uh, He is better than what they had. Mm-hmm. And you get him for a, a – Complimentary, compensatory third round pick, yeah. great. You'll take it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's not. Here's, it's not. Chase Young is not going to make them tackle better. <clears throat> Chase Young is not going to make them cover better. Chase Young is not going to make their offense stop giving the ball away. That they, they have other issues they need to clean up. So that's what I was trying to. I was. I've been trying to convey is like it's not a catch all, end all, be all acquisition. Mm-hmm. This doesn't fix every problem they had. It's nice. It helps. But they have they have some other things to do. I feel the same way about Steve Wilkes coaching on the field. Like, okay, maybe this helps, but bro, they got other issues to handle first. Let's throw some haterade on this conversation and bring in Ramsey. Oh, nine one six nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Ramsey? Not too much, gentlemen. I have a question. Just getting back to the quarterback conversation. Yes, sir. Is it is it me 
Or do, do you potentially feel, looking at this objectively, that San Francisco won't have the better quarterback on the field for the third straight game that they play? Because, I mean, you could be you could take it or leave it with Kirk Cousins, but most no. people say Joe Burrow is better than Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And, and personally, I feel Trevor Lawrence at the moment is better than Brock Purdy. That's I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Kirk Cousins was having a hell of a season. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow's damn near the chosen one. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was the first chosen one. Ah, uh, that's that's fine. Like I don't. That's fine. I don't. I don't think Brock Purdy being you know the better quarterback in the last three games matters that much. Yeah. It, it, it's fine. They Cincinnati. They just kind of lost. I still think they should have won the Minnesota game. And I don't feel like you can say Brock Purdy's better than a lot of guys right now. You could say Brock Purdy has played better than. A certain amount of guys, that's but it. That, yeah. But proclaiming, oh no, he's better than this guy, or he's better. Well, the, the Joe top- Burrow's been in the league like how many years now? Trevor Lawrence has been in the league how many years now? With all due respect to Brock Purdy, I don't, I don't want this to be like I think he stinks. The top ten conversations were nuts, so dude. In off the off the rails, mm-hmm. he has not at any point been a quarterback that if you drafted all the players in the league, he would have been the tenth quarterback off the board. Like no, no, not at any point. He's been pl- like, you put it perfectly. I mean, he's been playing really well, mm-hmm. but he is not one of the ten best quarterbacks in the league. He's you, in that. He's just, in that fifteen to tw- sixteen to twenty-two ish bucket, where some games he's gonna lose you the game, and some days he's gonna win you the game. Like he's fine. I think there's two different conversations. Like who's who? Who are the best quarterbacks in the league this year? And then that's where you, you – you could talk about Brock Purdy and, and, and where you want to put him. You could talk about C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. some of these other guys, and, 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 and where you want to put him. When you talk about who are the best quarterbacks in the league, that's a different conversation. C.J. Stroud is that dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I'm talking about eight games right now or seven games right now. I can't, I can't, we've, we've got to understand what we're talking about here. And that's kind of the case for Brock Purdy. This is the last season mm-hmm. that that's going to be the case. You're going to have to start making determinations on what Brock Purdy is as a quarterback here coming up really soon, and he's going to have a bigger sample size where you can say, no, I'm comfortable with Brock Purdy at that position in the long term. I'm comfortable with C.J. Stroud in this position in the Mm -hmm. long term. We've seen guys do it. Again, I'm not minimizing. I love C.J. Stroud. We've seen guys do this before. Mm -hmm. I feel like we saw Robert Griffin III do it. Mm -hmm. Vince Young. And yeah, how'd that go? Not great. Not, Not great at all. I will say with those guys specifically, I think they got into the league too soon. They got into the league when offenses weren't nearly creative enough to take advantage of their skill sets. But to your point, we've seen that happen a lot of times where a guy sets the league on fire and then And to be to be truly fair, RG three lit up the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Remember that season the, the, the Washington, they were dead. They were done. Mm-hmm. Mike uh your boy Mike Shanahan was talking about well, we're gonna see who wants to play. Yep. There he was done. Yep. He punted. And then they won. Yeah. And then one, and then one, and then one. I always, I, I don't, uh, like, I always get bugged out with the whole, like, this guy. In the, like, the, the discussion right now is, well, we're going to find out at the end of the season if Brock is your franchise guy or not. Like, how? Like, and what does that even mean? He was like, well, Brock, he, just, he can't do what Joe Burrow did. 
he can't do what Pat Mahomes did. But <laughs> that's your criteria. <laughs> then you're probably never going to have a quarterback. Right. That doesn't mean if he's not Patrick Mahomes that he can't be franchise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it, not what I said. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. This is discussions. Uh, the streets. Yeah. Them, them damn streets, that, boy. Them well, streets be getting uh, crazy. Uh, east, uh, <laughs> what is that? West uh, 80, 80 oh, West. No. Discussions well, over there, well. right? It's like, yo. I drive past those discussions every day. I'm like, oh, there they go. <laughs> no, so here's what here, I think there's a, a sec, section of football fans, and they might be right, that believes if you do not have a top five quarterback, you are not winning the Super Bowl. There is a requisite level of quarterback play to win the Super Bowl that is in the whatever level you you put it of like Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen gets thrown in there, Lamar Jackson. If you're not one of those dudes, you're toast because you cannot build a team that can hold up in the playoffs around a quarterback who is not that good because at some point your quarterback is going to get exposed unless they're one of those guys. I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but that's where that, I think, conversation comes from. Of If you don't have a Burrow or Mahomes or somebody, you might as well keep looking. Mm, that's crazy to me, too. Because, I, I mean, outside of Mahomes, I'm trying to think. Like, you're talking about Mahomes and Brady, essentially. Like that's, those are the two guys that, that come to my mind. The Falcons weren't good enough to win with Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they were. He was the MVP mm-hmm. or MVP candidate. You know, or, you know, the 49ers, they weren't good enough to win with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm of the belief that – Jimmy Garoppolo didn't necessarily lose them the Super Bowl. Mm. They had the number one defense in in the football nice. for twenty games and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. They gave up twenty one in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like you can't. That, well, but their quarterback, they but give their it quarterback up didn't make throws. He shouldn't have had to make throws. He made he made all the throws he needed to throughout the game to get them a ten point lead. Uh huh. The defense then, needs to bring that home. The, first of all, first to your earlier point, who threw those passes? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that's. There, yeah. There's yeah, not very many guys in the 49ers exactly. went against one of them. Yeah. That's it. And and Mahomes was individually brilliant down the stretch. They got it. the 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 throw that always sticks out to me <clears throat> is is after the Chiefs cut it to twenty. Because it's twenty to ten, twenty to seventeen, mm-hmm. the Niners had a second down, and they got George Kittle running against Terrell Suggs in the middle of the field. It's gonna be a huge gain, and Garoppolo does his step back and just hits his drop and blindly throws it over the middle, and Chris Jones gets a hands up, mm-hmm. hand up, and knocks it down. And it's like that's where I, I just maybe maybe every quarterback gets that throw knocked down. Maybe it's the fault of the right guard who got pushed back. I don't I don't know. But it's like that play, the Emmanuel Sanders throw, it got it reached a point where they needed their quarterback to just go be brilliant and Jimmy wasn't capable of that. And Patrick Mahomes was. Until he wasn't when he played a defense that finished the game. Like, if your defense the Cincinnati finished the game against Kansas City. The Bucks finished the game against mm. Kansas City. Mm. Like with that, uh, to okay, me, but, but, and I love that defense. I love that defense to death. But you just named two 
great quarterbacks who are in that tier. With uh, Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Yeah, but that's but they. My my outlook is, they finished the defense has finished the game. Mm-hmm. The the defense picked off Patrick Mahomes how many times in that uh, Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl mm-hmm. two three times. Niners got him twice. Yeah, I need you to keep. I need you not. Is it great? First Bro, of all, they scored, everybody they always everybody always like to say defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. Never score. Defense wins championships. You gotta give up twenty one points. They gave up twenty points. Don't give up twenty one points in the fourth quarter. They gave up the Niners. Yeah, they scored twenty points. No, that's good enough. The number one defense to beat to beat Patrick Mahomes. The number one defense. Wow. I. You had you had Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I think it was like on the shop or something like that. Mm-hmm. He said about that game. He said I didn't know what I was seeing. That mm-hmm. defense. I had never seen a defense like that. I was. I didn't know what I was seeing. I, they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. I thought they weren't. He he was like, man. I just kept playing, and mm-hmm. he he did what he did. But you're the number one defense in football. It's not insane to expect you not to give up 21 points in a quarter to win a championship. The offense I don't care who you're going though. up against. Like 20 points is not good enough to beat Patrick Mahomes. It is if you got the number one defense, mm. it should be. It absolutely should be. We'll come back. We solve nothing. <laughs> we never do. Steeler and Casey and the Insiders. Kyle Matson with us here. Sacramento <laughs> Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 